Good afternoon and welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, farmers across the country are celebrating Canada's Agriculture Day today. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 306-352-1866. Filling in for Jim Smalley this week, this is Ryan McNally. The official 620 CKRM farm weather forecast increasing cloudiness this afternoon, 30% chance of snow, with a high of minus 20, a wind chill of minus 27 by late afternoon. Tonight, periods of snow are expected about 2 centimeters, a low of minus 25, the wind chill minus 35, there is a risk of frostbite. Tomorrow, clearing off in the morning with the high of minus 17, the wind chill minus 24, and a low of minus 28. Thursday, sunshine with a high of minus 20, the low minus 28. Friday, sunshine with a high of minus 20, the low minus 23. Saturday, cloudy, 60% chance of flurries with a high of minus 17. And on Sunday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of minus 18, low minus 25. Normal high for this time of year is minus 7, the normal low minus 19. Sun rose this morning at 8.16. The sun will set tonight at 6.09. Around the province this hour, Estevan light snow, minus 26, a wind chill of minus 39. Prince Albert mainly sunny with the high of rather minus 26, wind chill minus 34. Saskatoon mainly sunny, minus 28, the wind chill minus 40. Swift current light snow, minus 24, wind chill minus 34. Weyburn, it's minus 28, the wind chill minus 36. And in Yorkton, it's sunny. Minus 20, wind chill, minus 30. In Moose Jaw, partly cloudy, wind west at 17, it's minus 22, the wind chill, minus 33. In Regina, partly cloudy, wind west-southwest at 4, it's minus 28, the wind chill, minus 33. News is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougalauction.com and Technotill Seeding System, packing where it counts. See the difference at Technotill on Facebook or on technotill.com. Today is Canada's Agriculture Day. Ag more than ever is recognizing the day and using it to celebrate local farmers across the country and their contributions to feeding the world. Norman Englot farms near Momart. He says Agriculture Day is important to him. Just want to reach out to the people that don't know anything about ag. We we kind of feel that we are an important part of the world and and we kind of want to show people what where the food begins, I guess, is what, what my goal is. One in eight jobs in Canada are directly uh, connected to the agriculture industry. Uh, what does that say about uh, how much of a factor this industry plays as a whole across the country? I would tend to think it's pretty important. I know right from, I guess, machinery sales, machinery, uh, where they build them and everything, you know, all the way to the chemical start, to the chemical sales, to everything. And, and I... I'm happy that people can have jobs related to ag. And 93% of Canadians say they don't know uh, very much about farming, if at all. Uh, first of all, is that surprising to you? It was. I, I was just brought aware of that in the last probably six, seven months, uh, that only 7%, 7% knew. And, and now I'm, I'm happy to be part of trying to inform the other 93%, I guess. And if someone in that 93% who uh, wanted to know more about farming and they asked you, what's one thing you'd tell them? I guess the farm life is a simple life. It's a good life. We, we're, we're out in the country. We like what we're doing. That's, that's probably why we're all doing it, I guess. 
And, of course, the action doesn't stop in the wintertime. As uh, we both know, what are some things farmers typically do in the wintertime? Well, for myself, I guess I tend to do a few trade shows here and there and learn a little bit of more about the, the seed and the chemical and the fertilizer. And then now that the, the GPS and auto rates and sectional control and everything on our seeding machines, and, and that that's what I, I, I like to do. I like to learn in the winter, I guess. Lastly here uh, for you, Norman, uh, what's the single biggest thing you've learned uh, that's helped you with your operation today? I guess, like I tell all my kids and everything here, uh, hard work pays off. <laughs> And you, it's nice with the farm, you're your own boss, and you can work as hard as you want on some days, and you can go as easy as you want on some days. And most days, you're probably putting in a good full day of work, which is kind of exciting about the industry too, I guess. That was Norman Englot, a farmer outside of Momart, talking about Canada's agriculture today, which is today. No Ag Day events are taking place in Regina, but in Saskatoon, there was a farm-to-plate event for high school students to interact with farmers, food scientists, and chefs but the event was postponed due to weather shutting down school buses. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. A farm couple from the Hudson Bay area is in Ethiopia this week participating in a tour of Canadian Food Grain Bank-funded projects in East Africa. Dennis and Ruth Reimer and their family have been growing a charity crop on one quarter section for the past 18 years. Half of the money goes to the local Rotary Club and the rest to the Canadian Food Grains Bank. We reached Dennis in Ethiopia last week and he confirms it's much warmer there than it is in Saskatchewan. The nights are between 8 and 12 degrees and the uh, daytime highs are 25 to 28. So, uh, yes, I know that uh, a lot of people that will be hearing that will say, well, lucky you, and I definitely believe I am lucky. Where are you in Ethiopia? What part of the, the country? To give us an idea. Okay, we uh, flew into Addis Ababa, and yesterday we were in Dibra Marcos. Now, you've seen one project already. Tell us uh, about that. It's an organization that's working with the local farmers, teaching them uh, conservation ag. The traditional practice has been to uh, till the land up to eight times, and it pulverizes the soil and leaves it very vulnerable to both wind and water erosion. Uh, they're teaching them to uh, till maybe twice and uh, do a bit of weed pulling instead of tilling. The mulch apparently is helping a great deal in reducing weed competition. You know, they plant the crop, harvest, and they're finding that their, uh, their production is actually considerably better than the traditional method. Why is erosion such an issue over there? Is it the topography or, or is it the climate to the variation between dry and wet seasons? Probably both. The topography, definitely, it's quite hilly. And so uh, anytime you have a heavy rain, uh, they could get water erosion, water running down very fast into the deep valleys uh, that they have. Are all the crops seeded by hand, or is there any mechanization from what you've been able to tell? No mechanization, no. About the only mechanization is a harness on a horse and a plow that is pulling. What's it like to see agriculture being done like our grandparents or great-grandparents did? What's it like going back in time like that? <laughs> It's uh, quite an eye-opener. 
Uh, actually, they are doing this uh, the same method as uh, the biblical times. Uh, they spread the straw out, walk their oxen around on it, and then uh, they'll pick up the straw and begin uh, cleaning the chaff out of the grain using the wind that's available, and uh, it's all manual. What types of crops are, are grown in Ethiopia? Teff is the main crop. It's a very fine-seeded uh, crop that they make a kind of a flower out of and uh, make uh, a fairly thin pancake, and that's what they would then have with their meat. Uh, they also grow wheat and uh, lupins. And lupins are not, uh, the ones they have here are somewhat like a soybean. Uh, sorry, a fava bean. Fava bean, soybean type of thing, uh, the benefit here is that they have a legume in the rotation, with, which helps with their fertility. Have you been able to talk to some of the farmers over there? Yes, we did yesterday. We asked them about how their uh, the conservation ag was working for them. And, uh, of course, everything is coming through an interpreter, but we got uh, definitely got good response. And uh, we heard that where they were maybe eating one meal a day, they're now eating three. And they're also able to, and I think this is probably a very key part of it, is they're able to send their children to school and also to college and university so that they have other options available to them other than uh, coming back and trying to live off the land, which is a very limited. If they keep dividing the land, the plots just keep getting smaller and smaller, and they just cannot sustain themselves on that. For people back here in Canada, what would you tell them about what you've uh, seen so far? And I, I know a lot of people are involved with the Food Grains Bank, either growing crops for them or uh, giving monetary donations. Uh, what message do you have to people back here in Canada about what you're seeing? It's a worthwhile project. Uh, that's probably the best words I could use to describe. It's nice to see. And it's not just giving these people something to eat. It's helping them learn new ways of doing things that will help them better their life for themselves. I think uh, for all those who are uh, working on projects with the Canadian Food Grains Bank, uh, if you had any fears that this money was not being well spent, I think uh, you can put those fears to rest. Dennis Reimer farms in the Hudson Bay area who is in the midst of a Canadian Food Grains Bank tour in Ethiopia. The market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And by Flamin' Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River, visit Flamin.com. Here are the latest Viterra grain prices. Durham unchanged at 215.84. Feed barley also unchanged at 184.63. Canola's up 50 cents to 436.62. Flax unchanged 473.25. Oats up a dollar thirty to two oh one twenty-one. Yellow peas unchanged to fifty-six fifty-four. Feed wheat unchanged one ninety-three thirty-one. Number one red spring wheat down five oh seven to two seventeen ninety-one. The livestock quotes are brought to you by Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn at 842-4574. 
This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of February 12th. It was Weyburn's turn for a regular sale last week. D1 and D2 cows sold from 71 cents to 82 cents. D3 cows sold from 60 cents to 70 cents. Counter cows sold from 40 cents to 60 cents. And good butcher bulls sold from 87 cents to 97 cents. It was Weyburn's turn for a pre-sorted calf sale last week as well. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged two dollars and twenty cents and sold up to two dollars and thirty seven cents. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged two dollars and three cents and sold up to two dollars and thirty one cents. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged two dollars and six cents and sold up to two dollars and seventeen cents. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged a dollar ninety seven and sold up to two dollars and thirteen cents. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $1.83 and sold it to $1.97. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $1.79 and sold it to $1.82. And good steers over 900 pounds averaged $1.72 and sold it to $1.78. Depending on weight, heifers were about 15 to 25 cents back from the steers. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now, the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. This is the hams market commentary for Tuesday, February 12th. Hams sold 7,200 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 119 to 136 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,000 head, selling in a range of 118 to 136 per CKG. Hams cash hog price today is down, and four contract prices opened sharply higher this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar was down 14 basis points with a daily exchange rate at 1.3294. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.45 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets have come in with all reporting regions lower relative to the previous session. Although the cutout was modestly higher on the day, the value of the carcass is approximately 20% lower than the three-year average and at its lowest level going back to at least 2013. Lean hog futures gapped upward this morning and are trading with a bit of strength for the first time since February 2nd. So far, this recovery has been swift and the reversal stands out relative to the recent trend. Moreover, it has provided more support to the deferred futures contracts, which were already trading at a premium to the historical cash market and might be worth taking a second look for Q4 protection or target-setting Canadian forward contracts. On the outlook for today, increasing cloudiness this afternoon, 30% chance of snow, the high minus 20, wind chill minus 27 by late afternoon. Tonight, periods of snow expected about 2 to 4 centimeters, low minus 25, wind chill minus 35, risk of frostbite. Tomorrow, clearing off in the morning with the high of minus 17, the wind chill minus 24, and the low of minus 28. And on Thursday, sunshine, the high minus 20 and a low of minus 28. Currently in Regina, it's partly cloudy. Wind west-southwest at 4. It's minus 28. The wind chill minus 33. And that's Saskatchewan agriculture for today. For Jim Smully, this is Ryan McNally.